What's up, Bottom Nation? Can you can you guys not skip this one, please? Because we're releasing like a new thing that I'm really excited about, and some people were confused about it. So I'm gonna settle the confusion right now. Little bottoms, if you're feeling little bottom, we are doing a live variety show version of we're having gay sex at the Bell House in Brooklyn, which you can attend. We're also live streaming it. And then you can watch that recording for up to a week, and it's exclusive. It won't be on the Patreon, but patrons get discounts. It won't be released ever, and it's not a normal episode of the podcast. We're playing games. We're doing stand-up from your favorites. Uh, we've got, like, some fun dating games for me. We're going to bring you up on stage. We're going to get your advice questions, stuff like that. That's what's going on with this, okay? So head on over to my website. I'd love for you to tune in live um, we're going to try and work out a way where you can contribute live or you can watch it up to a week later. Does that make sense, little bottoms? I hope that clarifies it because I know some of you uh, had some questions about that. And I'd love for you to come in person if you're in Brooklyn. And then just ashleygavin.com. We're going to be releasing the 2023 tour date soon. Uh, get on the text alert. Uh, Patreon.com. <laughs> wow. This is a lot. This is a lot of stuff. That's crazy. And I'm so grateful for it. Let me put on, let's go into backwards hat mode. You like my shit, listener. You like my, I just put up for the people listening and not watching on YouTube. I just put on a backwards hat. You like my shit, so you lap up all my content, you little bottom. You just lap it up. Okay, people are shutting this off for sure. Um, But thank you. Thank you for letting me do my art and allowing you, allowing me to engage with you in so many ways. I'm so appreciative. And then this week, uh, a buddy of mine that I started comedy with a long time ago, Calvin Cato. He's so funny. Um, he's done a bunch of things, but one thing he's done that you're going to hear about is he had sex in a van with a with basically a stranger, and it's a hilarious story. Um, I love it so much. I love him so much. You should definitely go check out his uh, his comedy. I don't know. Go support Maddie, Maddie T. Wiener on Instagram. Spread the love. If you can't support financially, of course, just go give people a follow. Share this with a friend. You know the whole thing. Okay, get out of here, kid. Go listen to the episode. This is by far the one where I was like, I'm too old for this. So I was in Scotland. I went on Grinder because I was like, okay, at this point, I'm horny to fuck someone in Scotland. I, I was asking where he's staying. He's like, oh, so I'm staying in a van while I'm here. And I was like, what? But he is really funny and really charming. And then it gets to a point where I'm like, okay, so what are we going to do? And he's like, well, do you want to come to my van? It was honestly one of the best sexual encounters I've ever had. Oh, my God. That sounds fun. I called my friend Michelle to be like, this is really crazy. Like, I had sex with a guy in a van and Michelle goes, this is going to sound insane. I also had sex with a guy in a car too. And I was like, what is happening in this country? <laughs> well, Maddie, you spayed, you sprayed hydro, you spayed a cat today. Very <laughs> lesbian. Truly no. gay. No, you sprayed hydrogen peroxide no. in your eyeball before. I, I got a text. I Here's what a bitch I am. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Zoom meeting and I get a text from Maddie. Hey, I'm running late. Mm -hmm. Sprayed hydrogen peroxide in my eye. We'll be there at exactly 2 p.m. All I saw was we'll be there at exactly 2 p.m. And I was like, well, obviously they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, no, okay. did not text back. <laughs> was fully like, they're, I mean, like. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm done for, dude. She's mad at me. <laughs> Did you really think that? No, no, no. Oh, okay, good, I, good. Part of me always thinks that if someone, like, if someone doesn't respond with, like, an exclamation point, if someone's not like, I love you, I'm like, they might hate me. But, um... <laughs> I sprayed hydrogen peroxide in my eye. Okay, I guess we're getting married. Uh, <laughs> diamond ring? There's, there's a story behind it, though, if you want to yeah. know. Yeah, that's why I'm It's asking. my own stupidity. It's better than whatever banter I've got. I don't... <laughs> I, was like, I hope it was like, oh, yeah, that happened. And then the show. Like, more. <laughs> I was worried my eye was going to be, like, red on the podcast, and you were going to clip up something else out of context, like me talking about, like, I didn't get laid this week, and my eyes just, like, fucking pussy. Because I was the... eating yeah. ass and only eating ass. <laughs> no pussy, just ass in my eyeball. I come in, my face is horribly fucked up. I finally had sex, Ashley, and you're like, I didn't mean like this. <laughs> I did this for you, Ashley. Ashley, I'm, I'm allergic to pussy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it got in my eye and it flared up. <laughs> what happened? So what happened was, okay, there's like, you know, like 3% hydrogen solution, like contact cleaner? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's like, it's like a contact cleaner, basically... 
you put your contact lenses in this solution yes. and it f- bubbles up and yes. fizzes, but you have to wait exactly six hours or eight hours, whatever it is. And you cannot put it in your eye. Yeah. And once it's neutralized, it's great. It's a better way to clean them. But yeah, if you put it in too early, it like burns and stings. And so my uh, roommate texted me. She's like, I accidentally knocked over your contact thing. And I was like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, it fell in the trash can. I just threw it away. I still had the top part. So I took an old prescription pill bottle, which... <laughs> that's oh, just a little like nice little like mise-en-scene detail about my life is that I just have like extra Prozac bottles around my house. Uh, <laughs> I mean, who among us? <laughs> you know, that's sort of like a visual storytelling thing about yeah. me um, is that that's just what I had like laying around extremely handy. If we, if we were going to make a film about your life, one of the opening shots of you in bed mm. at 2 p.m., on the nightstand, many empty <laughs> bottles of Prozac. It's a wrong one. I go to hit the snooze button, but I just hit a bottle. Knock, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Knocking Prozac everywhere. But so I had one and I was like, I'm an engineering genius, dude. I'm going to poke holes in the top so that it can still ventilate out the bubbles. And like, I'm going to keep, so I can wear my contacts. Very bold move. Yeah, I was like- this So will like be- make an invention of your own making for your eyeball. Yeah, and here, here's what I will say. We're the opposite of Joe Rogan in many ways here, but um, <laughs> also in the fact that I'm going to urge you not to take my medical advice because I really fucked up. I really... Sick riffs. The bottle is twice as big as the contact solution, so it probably takes like 12 hours to neutralize, but I was like... It's been six, and I just plopped it in my eye. right in. If you know how to neutralize hydrogen peroxide, does the <laughs> size of the... I don't know why I'm asking by Women in STEM. Uh, <laughs> my audience does not know the answer to that. My audience is like... Like you, I can make a rug. Yeah. <laughs> Are there arts and crafts I can do? I don't know. Can I buy like a manual on Etsy? I, <laughs> I know about hydrogen peroxide, but only when it involves dyeing my hair green. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they know. But so it, uh, well, evidently it did not win. Then it burned my eye and I had to flush it out. And I spent about 20 minutes calling eye doctors being like, am I going to go blind? But only in the one eye. Only in the one eye. I, this is how fucking insane my anxiety is. I really went to the... By the, by the time I was getting on the train to come to this podcast, I had resol- I was like comforting myself by being like, I could live with one eye. <laughs> like that's where I go to. I don't ever calm myself down Bro, by being like- I I have that thought experiment about my left leg all the time. Is something wrong with your left yeah, leg? What's wrong I have a bad, that? I just have a bad hip. And so sometimes I'm to like, the maybe, point of maybe I should just take the whole thing off. <laughs> <laughs> and could I go through life? Of course I could. I mean, honestly, though, there would be a good niche for that. One-legged comedians? Come on. The tour sells itself. If I had one leg and gay, they would give me a special <laughs> I mean, literally. You can't be gay anymore. <laughs> have to have one leg and be gay. I mean, this is the bravest literally standing up that you're doing right now. <laughs> that would be your special I'm right there. I'm very brave. Um, <laughs> Um, all right, cool. Well, that was, I'm so glad you came in hot with the banter because I thought I had some banter. What did I do? I'm just such an old man now. <laughs> I have nothing going on. I just stand up and make a noise. You know what I mean? I sit down. Oh, and that's a harrowing moment when you grunt involuntarily. That's you all I do these days. And you're like, oh no. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. an involuntary grunter now. When do you think that starts? How old are you? Shh. Um, the point is, <laughs> I'm older than you, and I can tell you, it starts probably around like mid 30s. That's honest. exactly where I'm at. And yeah. now I'm just grunting. Like, literally, I woke up one day, my shoulder just like gave up. Like, my shoulder was like, Yeah, no, we're off today. I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't pay me enough for the overtime that you needed. And like, my shoulders hurt. And I had to, t- um, it was actually kind of humiliating because like I used to hook up with this guy who was like a massage therapist. And so I was like, Hey, I know we don't fuck anymore, but like, I feel like. I've given you enough blowjobs that you can help me with this. So I went to his massage studio. And that's he was like, something I love about queerness, though. Ew, I just said that's something I love about queerness. I know. Are you okay? You're not Embracing even- Embrace it, Ashley. You're like, the, you're 24. You're like, I, that's amazing. I love queerness. I would know. I was really excited to hear you. I was like, that's really beautiful. Because you can hit up an ex. You can't do, in a, in a heterosexual relationship, you can't, especially if you're the guy, oh, you yeah. cannot hit up the girl for a favor post- it's a little rough, yeah. I think maybe the girl can hit up the guy because the guy might think that he will get a blowjob. Oh, yeah, totally. But I think that's because so much of like, and I'm speaking in very broad strokes here, but so much of like straight culture is like this stereotype of like, women don't even like sex. So if a guy hits you for mm. a favor, it's like, I already yeah, did you a favor. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's like the undercurrent. 
vibe. Yeah, which I, I don't think right. is true. But no, like, no, no. But it, it is. That's like the whole thing. But, it is. But, but I also queer feel like culture, also part of it is that like trans. With, oh, sorry. sorry. No, no, no. Go. Because uh, I, I just feel like with gay with queer people in general, it's like there's so many ways where you're like, yeah, no, we just like fucked five times and that was fine. Whereas I feel right. like with straight culture, it's so conditioned to be like, if we fucked five times and we we have to go to a museum and we have like, <laughs> like it's like a whole production that I'm like, but or I like we, that the number of dates correlates to a certain <laughs> sorry the, the number of fucks correlates to a certain type of date. <laughs> Fifteen times you gotta put in a weekend. That's a, that's a fucking weekend. You gotta go to a museum. See a couple in a museum, be like, ooh, they're fresh. <laughs> you can just tell a sea of new straight couples. <laughs> Why are we here? Oh, right, we're right. We'll yeah. see. None of us cares about the Momo. Who gives a fuck <laughs> about Willem de Kooning? We're just here because we did our five fuck women. Wow, it's all thing. Sick. Sick art history references. <laughs> I used to work in an art gallery. I've had like so many fucking temp jobs, but I yeah. used to work in an art gallery. Wait, really? That's so cool. Yeah, it was actually like, it was like a super rich, I probably shouldn't say this on camera, but like it was we like a very if, if, rich, exclusive art gallery. Steve Martin came in once. And when he came in, we were all told, we were like, do not make eye contact with Steve Martin. You're not allowed to make eye contact yeah, with Steve Martin. Because he's notoriously very shy and he oh. will walk oh. out. So like only the Okay, other- Steve Martin. No, fuck off. No, that's so cute. No. <laughs> no. No. Special little snowflake. If we make eye contact with you, you have to leave the art gallery. Well, I imagine being a really famous person like that is like being in a constant, like almost like paranoia fever dream of like everyone's looking at of me course. and it's like they are. Of I course. Mean, of course. But- don't leave the art gallery. <laughs> like, find what you need to figure out what you need to do. Uh, maybe I sound maybe I sound rude. No, no, no. I'm just. I think leaving the art gallery is a touch dramatic. I think that's overly much. I also do suspect that part of them were like, "You are a comedian, and you specifically should not talk to him because you're going to give him a screenplay," which I was not going to do <laughs> anyway. But like, it was told to everybody. Like, do you try to blanket like, in Morse code to him, like make father- eye contact and. <laughs> Interior. <laughs> it's sort of like Father of the Bride, but I'm your son, and it's called Father of the Black. It's super niche. It's about a white family that adopts a grown black man. It's like the blind side, but funny. Like you can really do this. I, I know some of the listeners are gonna are gonna pull back on that race joke. I haven't. We haven't even introduced you yet. <laughs> but right. we're in the apartment. We're having gay sex. We're having gay sex with Calvin Cato Day, a great comedian. You've done. Sunday school, yes, a bunch of times. Oh. You've been. I was looking for the applause button. I just found no. it. Calvin, Yay. <laughs> sorry. Are you talking for me being black or just me being here? Just you being. <laughs> I'm sorry that I had to make that pun immediately because I was like, "Father of the bride." What's a pun? Father of the black. Oh no, my audience yes. is going to hate me. Here we go, and I just launched into it. Anyway, we're in the apartment. We're having gay sex. We're having gay sex with Calvin Cato. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the emotional labor that you just did. For, oh, no. I mean, my... I identify as he, him, black. So this is really great. That's, and that, I, that's yeah. what I was about to ask. We're going to go round table and we're going <laughs> to do our, like, whatever. Uh, I'm actually, I am actually Gavin, cis gay, white woman, she, her, pro. When you make that face at me, what, face what are you making? thinking? What face am I When making? I make a weird noise and I go, ah, Did I make just, a face? No, you just stared blankly at me. And I <laughs> I don't know you well enough to know what you're thinking. <laughs> what was honestly going through my head was, is she stressed or is she, is that like a way to get into the intro? It's a way to get into is the intro. Is it like, we're having gay sex? Or is it was just, uh, I couldn't tell. Combo, but okay. <laughs> I'm not actually stressed. By the way, that was very Sam Kinison of you. Uh. <laughs> That's um, a very old reference. I apologize. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm the queer talk- non-binary Sam Kinison. <laughs> Honestly, though, don't you think Sam Kinison, no one listening is going to know who the fuck Sam Kinison is, but don't you think Sam Kinison today, almost kind of like drag performance with the... <laughs> With the pre- <laughs> do you guys see what I'm saying? I actually really do. <laughs> Sam Kinison is satirizing masculinity. <laughs> but didn't, didn't Sam Kinison do all that priest shit? Like pretending to be the... the- I think, wasn't he studying to be a priest originally before? Yes, I, and then remember. he There was like- something about how his cadence was influenced by like preachers and stuff. And like, there's also a story that he like hit his head as a child and then just immediately was like, wah, blah, 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 blah. like he just oh, like, right. hit, like a flip. Did I hit my head as a child? So <laughs> <laughs> it's under the beanie. This is yeah. actually your actual that's head why, shape. That's why I wear a cap all the time <laughs> to keep the lump, the comedy lump down. <laughs> the comedy lump. <laughs> um, but anyway, Ashley Gavin, cis white, 
gay woman, she, her pronouns. Touring, we're adding a ton of tour dates. We're adding Salt Lake City. We're, we were just talking about Oklahoma. We were talking about Texas. We were talking about my theater tour, which is going to go through. That's crazy. That's wait. Well, you're doing a theater tour. I'm gonna that's do a theater tour. Amazing. Yeah. Holy shit. That's fucking incredible. Oh my god. I'm just hearing about this. I did it. That's amazing. <laughs> Seriously, I would press another applause button. Frankly, <laughs> uh, in Seattle, Portland, Boston, shooting my special in Chicago. Oh fuck yeah! So Woo! please get on the text alert um, and pay for this podcast. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/whgs, and then. Did I do the dweeb one? I don't think I've heard the dweeb one. And then, well. She finds a new way to bully me every episode. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, as always, from here on out, the dweeb to help me do the deed. <laughs> My gay virgin who keeps me from getting canceled, the hall monitor, Maddie Wiener. Hello. Yay. I'm Maddie Wiener. Uh, she, they pronouns, uh, gender. I've, I'll get back to you when I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, bisexual. I think you're in your gender today. This is very this much. and a beanie, but leggings. Oh, this is very much mm-hmm. it. I like the men's section of an LL Bean catalog is really where I thrive <laughs> gender wise. But your waist up LL Bean catalog, waist down mom picking up kids from school. Oh my God. That's really, you really hit it on the nose. <laughs> yeah, it's really true. This is where I feel the most comfortable. The, the cold weather is very gendered comfy. I, it's a yes. first, our first fall episode and the lesbians, the queer the queers are happy. We got the car hearts out. <laughs> We're layering up. I look I so, so fucking good in fall. Yeah, fall, dude, is, my fall is my time. Yeah, fall, yeah, falls prime like jeans jacket weather. I look good in a jeans jacket. Like, yeah, perfect, love it. Um, did you do everything? I think I did Instagram, everything. Instagram, go follow Maddie. Instagram, Maddie T Wiener. Everything's in my link tree. Maddie to twenty um, k. That's what we're oh, doing. Oh, dude. I mean, Maddie to twenty. I'm not gonna complain. Um, but <laughs> I have a Substack where I write essays and stuff, and I have a mailing list for when I'm going on tour, and I'm putting out a half hour soon. So. Yeah! You're a, wow. you're, you're, that was the most lesbian congratulations I've ever seen. So, that was so strong. Sorry. So I forgot to say this and I forgot to tell you, but if you're around on the 12th for new, the New York Comedy Festival, we are going to be doing a live pod at the Bell House. Ooh, Let's yay. fucking go. Do you, do you want to do it? Are you I available? would love to do it. Great. It'll be me and Maddie. Ah, <laughs> oh my God. Please come to that. That's so exciting. And yes. And let's. My let's... arm will feel better by that. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I'll hit you again. <laughs> That's on the Patreon. That's on our OnlyFans. <laughs> Honestly, Maddie, I don't even want to think about the number of people who would pay for content of me slapping someone. <laughs> slapping a baby gay. Just. Me slapping a baby gay. Ashley, I haven't had sex yet. Why? <laughs> <laughs> this is how I know Ashley's a top. <laughs> like, you will pay for me slapping someone. <laughs> I'm mad you didn't know that. Oh, no, I knew. No, but I agree. The second she slapped me, I was like, it's not a character. <laughs> <laughs> Her fingers have muscles. <laughs> Yeah, and I've been I've been at the Boulder and Gym. All right, <laughs> Calvin, do you mind introducing yourself? Oh uh, yeah, so my name is Calvin Cato. Uh, my pronouns are he/him. I am a cis gay man. I am black. In case that was not established in the first <laughs> twenty minutes of this, <laughs> um, yeah. And I mean, I am very much not a virgin. Um, I don't know if that's necessary to say. Is no, you, no. I mean, body count. No, be- it's not necessary to yeah. say. <laughs> For some of us, it's necessary to say. Um, and I have to ask. Because this is now a part of our... Oh, did you finish? Oh, you, your plugs. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. I, I do things. Um, <laughs> I website, calvinkato.com, where you can see like all of my tour dates. Um, I do a show. If you are in New York City, I do a show every Wednesday at 10 p.m. called Q&A with Calvin, where I interview comedians, artists, writers, etc. And I ask some very inappropriate questions. <laughs> Something a little bit... It's comedy, but just like a little variety in there in yeah. case you're like, you know, maybe... Maybe stand-up's not your thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've been wondering that about you guys, actually. <laughs> it's so funny because they, they see the jokes on TikTok and then they get there and they're like, oh, she's like doing the jokes. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Um, Isn't that always a little weird? Sorry, this is such a sidebar. No, when people okay. are like, what? And I'm like, this is exactly what you paid for. Like, you, you saw that this is a trailer for what I'm doing. Um. 
Should we get into the gay sex? I need to move on immediately. We have, <laughs> Sorry, but we bring have up to the talk. Ash is bringing out knives. <laughs> I, I had gay sex this week. Yay. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Let's thank go. You. I wanted to give you some options about what I could talk about because I'm going to do a finger blast from the recent past Ooh. instead of the gay sex that I had this week. Although. Wait, what's the. Oh, is it too fresh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that some, did not. I as don't know. a lesbian, <laughs> as a lesbian, I just need to process it and maybe burn some sage in my apartment for me to really bring the quality work <laughs> today. I like this episode. I'm having a great time on this episode. It's yeah. a good episode. Me three, Aussie. This is great. You guys are bringing it. I'm like doing okay. I'm like spiraled because I'm worried about my viewers thinking that my race jokes are hack. Um, <laughs> but you guys did really great. Uh, Thank you. What am I talking about? Oh my god! Okay, right. Finger basketball. I'm giving you two. I'm going to give you two options, and you pick what you want to hear about. Okay. I went on some dates. Okay. Ooh. Maybe I want to tell this one. I bailed from a date to go to another date. Oh Uh, my god! Definitely want to hear this. Yes, for sure. Okay, so this is like you know those moments in your life where you're like, "Am I gonna?" Well, you guys don't have a podcast that I'm talking to the listener right now, so you don't have to make these ethical decisions. But, you know, every now and then you do something that you're like, I I don't know how I feel about what I just did ethically. You ever feel that way? And Maddie, you wouldn't know you? that if you didn't have a podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys like don't have a podcast, so like, you might understand. Like sometimes life's hard. <laughs> when I played that back, I realized I might have been an asshole. I don't know. <laughs> Upon editing, I realized. I know you guys like don't have a podcast, so you're sort of just kind of like floating through the universe unobserved. It's sort of like you know, if a tree falls in the forest, is your life even worth anything? So, but for me, <laughs> it's what? sort of like everything I do is times the number of listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry, is that what you mean? Is that what you mean? <laughs> I just like I every I mean, this might be me this might be my psychology like just my brain but I have guilt issues mm. and it feels like it just feels like the more the better I do on this podcast the more I reflect on my own life and evaluate my worth you know what I'm saying <laughs> oh like the more successful every, it gets, the more you're like do I deserve this yes exactly or the more successful mm. you're like the more I'm like I'm worried I'm gonna get canceled if I tell the story <laughs> <laughs> well that's why Maddie's here <laughs> You stay on it. But no, I don't think I'm going to get canceled, but this is not something I'm proud of. Okay. And when you have to relive a moment you're not proud of on the air, you, you do, it does sink in a little more <laughs> than just your friend at dinner. It's different. <laughs> it's fundamentally different. But I do this for you, listener. I do this for you. Um, so stop sawing. Okay, what'd you yeah, do? I went on this. <laughs> I went on this date that I was super excited to go on mm-hmm. because we had been texting and the, the, the banter was just, uh, she was so smart, so funny. We met on Hinge. Um, I thought she was beautiful. I thought she was super cool. I liked her job, um, which is like a thing for me. I like like super like career-oriented, like, powerhouse ladies. Oh, okay. This does sound like the beginning of, like, a 2003, like, horrible, like, straight-to-DVD movie. Like, (laughs) she was so smart. She was so nice. I loved her job. She was beautiful. We were having a good time. Then I asked her to leave it all. (laughs) (laughs) I I was going to say, but she had the legs of a sea monster. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was perfect. No, I love The Shape of Water. I think that's a great movie. (laughs) Isn't that what that's about? Yeah. We're finally doing a queer reboot of The Shape of Water. <laughs> um but I yeah when I met her we had just been texting and we were like because of my tour schedule and yada 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 like we couldn't meet till the next week mm-hmm. and I was like I don't this was the first time in so long where I was like I don't want to wait like I have to see you I must yeah. see you so she was like oh I'm doing she was like with her mom uh and she was like but when it's done I can meet you over in, um, by near kind of Chelsea Pierce. Mm-hmm. So it was like walk, this walk down the water, just a park date. She had her dog, her mom's dog. Aww. I was so, I was like, this is gonna be so romantic. Like we're texting, I'm laughing. I'm like, it's one of those things where, you know, when you um, match with someone and you're like, you cannot stop talking to them. You're so excited. Yes. That's the best feeling when you like stop talking and you're like, I just want to keep going for like two more hours. That's when you know you like really like someone, I feel like. Mm-hmm. She was so funny. Like making me laugh and text so hard. And then I met her 
And it was the first time in my life where I thought, oh, you're so different IRL. Like you're better in text. Or were better in text. I don't want to put the blame on her because she might've been feeling the same way about me. Mm. I don't really know. But when, when I got there, no banter. The text banter was like, I've met my wife. And the IRL banter was like, oh, my friend is making me go on a date with their friend. Oh. Was it like, do you think it was like nervousness? Or do you think it was like a general, like maybe she got there and was like, oh, I don't know. Like, or. So I'm super open-minded. I date a lot of introverts. Mm -hmm. I'm very attracted. I tend to be attracted towards introverts. So when I, I, whenever, I don't want anyone... (laughs) Can you tell I have a little PTSD from some of the comments? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Messages. We just shake it off and ignore them. Um, yeah. Because like sometimes people will hear the podcast, hear one sentence I say, and then extrapolate it as like my entire opinion. So I don't want anyone to think now what I'm saying is like my entire opinion about people who are nervous on a date. That's not what I'm saying. Mm. What I'm saying was I was shocked for this particular date to feel like that the chemistry wasn't there. But yeah. because I've dated so many introverts, I was like, she's just nervous. Like she'll, she'll, we'll move on like 30, 40 minutes from now. We'll find our comfort. Like, you know, and and my previous very healthy relationship that I talk about all the time, we like started, (laughs) like I, we had a long building period. Yeah. Super long to the point where I went on a friend date with a friend and I was like, I'm so drawn to her. I feel so connected to her, but I don't really know why because she's so shy and our conversation is like, we're still figuring each other out. Mm. And my friend was like, just stick with it. Like you're feeling drawn to her for a reason. You know what I mean? And then it ended up being this really beautiful love story. Mm -hmm. So I was like hoping that this is where it would go. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, conversations dragging. We're walking. It's so romantic. The dog, the water, the city lights. Like nothing is changing. We've been out for a while. And then I get a text from this girl that I've been kind of booty calling with. Oh. And she was like, hey, are you free tonight? Oh. And then I was like, oh my God. (laughs) What the fuck do I do? Dang. Do I bail? How long have you been on the date already? A while. Okay. Like an hour. An hour. Yeah. Oh, you didn't show up like 10 minutes later. Yeah. No. (laughs) Hi, I gotta go. You're weird. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I just, I'm of the line. I'm like riding that line between valuing your own time and knowing in your gut that like, this is not working and also pussy. (laughs) 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 and then on the other side giving this girl a chance yada 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 so i was like maybe there'll be physical chemistry yeah maybe if we kiss it'll like break the ice or whatever because i've had that happen too Mm. and i i kissed her (laughs) and i was like no feels the same after the kiss you know kiss was like kiss was the kiss was fine but i'm very i was hoping that it would just break the ice yeah does that sort of make sense? Yeah. yeah. I've been there. Conversation. It was just, it was not good. And, and I, I did in fact say that I, I did have a flight the next day, which I did. Oh, I did have no. a flight. I did. I did have a flight the next day. I okay. Did. Well, that's like, a, that's, I mean, that's at least partly true. I thought you were going to be like, uh, my house is burning down. I'm sorry. I gotta go. <laughs> there was half a second where I thought you were going to be like, I'm going on a different date. And I was like, <laughs> no, actually, no. No, there's certain levels of honesty that it's just cruel. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I don't think you really did anything wrong there. I mean, I think you gave it a good, you gave it a good hour. That's like a little over an hour. A yeah. pretty good amount of time. I gave it a kiss to see if it would break the mm-hmm. ice. We did the walk. We did all the things. And you didn't fully lie. I feel like that's the key thing. If you, again, if it was literally something as like ridiculous as like, <laughs> my cat decided to be a superhero. I'm sorry. I got to help her like knit an outfit. That would have been crazy. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm in a Marvel movie now. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> my cats are the Wonder Twins. Yeah. I, I don't have time to explain. <laughs> uh, sorry, but, there's another 9-11 happening. I have to go stop. <laughs> Sorry, me and my cats, we have to kind of bypass TSA to get on a plane. Yeah. That's the whole thing. <laughs> okay, so other question. So the booty call lady, how far did she live from the Chelsea Pier? 
Ooh, good question. So she was going to my place. So it wasn't. Does that make it worse? <laughs> you just have lesbians coming into your orbiting around your apartment. NASA could take a picture and see the magnetic field. <laughs> you get sucked in like a black hole and you just. I am you not never proud leave. of this. And I want to remind everyone that I'm looking for a wife. Okay. I really want a wife. I wanted this woman who I was texting with, like falling in love over text to be the thing. And it just wasn't. And I did end up going on a second date with her just to confirm and confirm. Oh, you did? Yeah, and confirmed, not my wife, not my person. And I did have sex with the booty call that night. And I did wake up very early to get on a plane the next day. And I, I don't regret any of it, but I don't know. I'm so sorry. I love you literally started by being like, I kind of regret this. And then you're ending with, I don't regret any of it. <laughs> also, your I, version of like, this is so fucked up was like so nice and tame, I feel like. Yeah. Are you really looking for a wife? Of course I'm looking for a wife. Uh, do you, you don't know this would about you, me? I don't think I did know this. I, okay, so I don't know what the less listener surmises about my life, but I know everyone thinks I'm like, this just this total slut. But I did, I had a year of pretty rampant slutting. And then the past year has been much more tame, like going on dates to see if I like people, liking a lot of people at first. And then, you know, I'm 34, so it's like really hard to not, be really picky. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Cause I feel like the older you get, it's like musical chairs. You know what I mean? Like each year is being like, slowly like pulled away and pulled away and pulled away. Yeah. Like, I, Cause I'm the same way. Like in as much as like, I am definitely a rampant slot and I have no regrets <laughs> except for the chlamydia, but like, you know, <laughs> I feel like, you know, you do like, I mean, I am legitimately looking for like a boyfriend or something like more serious. Yeah, me too. And so it's just like, it's hard to be like, Oh, I really like this person, but I've seen some, you know, some red flags that I've seen in the past that haven't worked for me and and not even red flags. I, I don't like how black and white that term is, but I just some things that I, I fundamentally cannot be compatible with. I think that's one of the plus sides of going through like a slut era or just being a slut period is like that you, you start to learn those things you a lot learn. more. You're collecting a lot of data. I mean, not to like, you know, boil people down. No, to just, like, I think we data, should absolutely but, like, boil them down in numbers and figures. <laughs> <laughs> Spreadsheets, that's not yeah. creepy. Yeah. But like truly, like if you're, you know, the more you date, I mean, I feel like you see that with married couples too. If somebody doesn't date before they get married, it's like, I don't know, the more you date, the more for prepared sure. you are for whenever you do have like a serious relationship. And that doesn't have to be the end yeah. goal, but like, but it really does help. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I just like, I wanted to give her a proper chance because the text was so good, but I just wish we could be pen pals. You know what I mean? I yeah. kind of wish I went to prison so she could write to me. <laughs> the writing was just like, so it was just so good in text. And I don't know, a listener, if you've ever felt that way, but like I'd never been on a date where the text was Wait, so much better than did the have person. a guy like that. I mean, it was in eighth grade. I was like talking with this guy on Facebook <laughs> oh <my> Messenger. God. <laughs> And I was like, this man is the love of my life. And then we met up with some friends at an ice skating rink. And I was like, he's, this is so weird. <laughs> that is the same. Thank you, Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> it also might've been that we were in eighth grade. <laughs> and then we didn't share ice cream together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I know exactly what it's like to not find your wife. Uh, but that's my gay sex from this week. Listener, please don't let the ones Wait just one second for me, please, please. This one's for you, okay? Because a lot of you were confused by my last announcement. I'm gonna spell it out super crystal clear here. I'm producing a We're Having Gay Sex themed variety show with stand-up games, dating games, taking your advice and pulling you on stage live at the Bell House on November 12th. But you can also tune in live online to be a part of it or watch it up for a week after. If you're a patron, you get a discount. But otherwise, this isn't going to be released anywhere. If you want to watch it, you got to buy a ticket. That's what it is. And I'm I'm hopeful that this will be a regular way for all of us to connect and have fun in all these different cities and make it like a regular thing. Like a like a like if the podcast were going to become a TV show, like a late night show, that's what this would be. I hope that makes sense. And you can get tickets on my website, ashleygavin.com. If you're not a patron, this is a great way to support the podcast as well. So thank you very much. Uh, Calvin, did you have gay sex this week? Uh, you know what? No, I did not have gay sex this week. Um, but this has been a very chaotic month for me right now. So like, it's been like not a, it's been, there's been gay sex. Um, but I like just went through a breakup. And so like, and then I started, I'm sort of semi seeing this guy. 
this new guy. So like, but I'm not having sex That's with true. either of them, which is a real problem. Um, You're seeing guy not having sex with him. How many dates have you been on? Uh, okay. Look at, I'm such, I'm like reverse. I'm peer pressuring count. <laughs> on our scale from movie theater to museum. <laughs> Where are you at sexually? <laughs> Honestly, I love this range. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'm gonna try it. So basically, so I um, met this guy. So I was gone for like most of August. Yes, and were you touring? You were in yeah. Edinburgh? So what I was doing, doing shows in London. Then I was yeah. in Edinburgh doing shows like for the French Festival. And then Very I fancy. did a gay cruise, which is always super fun. What uh, gay cruise did you do? Um, so it's Vakaya. Okay. It's like it's honestly like super fun. I mean, I would never want to do straight cruise. Like Ashley, I know you do them, and I'm like God. More I don't do them you. anymore. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. Are they a good comedy audience? <laughs> That's the thing is like they're a good comedy audience. Like they're older, but like they're because they're all gay, so they're all fun. And like yeah. when I first did did when I did my first one, they were, I was like, okay, so like I'm assuming I can't curse, I can't do that, I can't do this. They're like, it's fine. You could do whatever as long as it's not like fisting or like, you know, I love oh, Trump. See, I can't. Like <laughs> I have to do I like Trump. <laughs> <laughs> No one does more Trump material than I do. <laughs> I do so much Trump material. <laughs> he has a little lisp, though. Yeah. <laughs> Gay Trump. Gay Trump, yeah. I do so much <laughs> Trump. Sorry, this is really, really, that's fucked up. Too <laughs> weird to cut it. He's like, I do, he's like a limp, limp wrist. <laughs> like, Gay instead wrist. of this, he's like. <laughs> this is horrible. This is truly the most derogatory, most homophobic thing I've ever. Anyway, and now you're it. gonna get all of gay maga. You know, there's like there's a drag queen called Lady Maga. Oh my god! I swear god. to God, that's a real thing. That's, I mean, I mean, that's that's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. There is a drag queen. Her name is Lady Maga, and she. Obviously, he's a Trump supporter and like does Trump themes. Oh, I would love a like drag as a Trump supporter, like not actually Trump supporter. You, you oh, like a fake Trump supporter? Yeah, who is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if Lady Gaga were a fake character, that would be amazing. It's as this is a real person. Oh, that sucks. I mean, I'm pretty sure she like has like a Trump flagged dress that like she festooned together. I don't. I culture is so weird. <laughs> that's like a fever dream. You know what I mean? Like that's like. <laughs> It's like when you Wait, dream of like. I thought they hated drag. I thought they were like anti drag. Right? That's what I thought. That's why I was like, that's crazy. Would they take their kids to see that? Wow. No, that's like one of those like head explodey, like, if everything I say is a lie, I'm telling the truth. Kind of <laughs> can God make something heavier than he can lift? Yeah. <laughs> it's literally. <laughs> if there was a Trump drag queen. <laughs> Would Marjorie Taylor Greene take her children to see Lady Maga? Maga. I love that's where you're like, excuse me, Maga. Sorry. <laughs> Don't want to disrespect you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I got way off base. No, so it's so <laughs> So um, I met this guy. He was a piano player on the cruise. Hot. And like, I, I mean, honestly, it was always like very like sudden things. Like I came, I was like in the like whatever uh, lounge area. And like we just, I ended up like talking to him. I was pretty drunk because like it's a cruise and it was like unlimited booze. So like you're drunk pretty much all day. And then you sober up for your show and then you get drunk the rest of the night. And so, don't judge me. So, <laughs> so I, I was pretty drunk, and then he was drunk uh, too. And we were like talked, and it was such a weird, sudden connection because he was like, "I actually saw you a couple days ago in Athens, and I didn't know if you were working the cruise or not." Mediterranean cruise. Yes, it Fuck was through off, the Greek. <laughs> that sounds so fun. It was so good. We went. To I a- left out of Mobile, Alabama, <laughs> so you can suck my cock. <laughs> And I'd love to. And listen, (laughs) (laughs) this, I mean, this is actually, I mean, I will say this is one of the best gigs I ever did. So it started in Athens and it went through the Greek Isles. So we went to Mykonos. We went to a nude beach there. There's Santorini. We went to see me. I'll stop talking for Ashley. Beast me over the face. No, (laughs) I love it. Keep going. Oh my God. I'll just stare directly at Maddie. So (laughs) so I love hearing the luxury. Enjoying kindness for other people. I do not. (laughs) (laughs) Just jealousy, envy. I'm kidding. I'm sensitive. I'm sensitive. <laughs> I've had a lot of comments, DMs. You know, I'm sensitive. I'm going to try and be less sensitive. <laughs> Keep going. No, you do care. Honestly, I will say this. You are legitimately a very nice, sweet person. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Listen. I love that I have to have someone come on. <laughs> say it. 
Say it. <laughs> Ashley is a very kind and sweet person, and she is very sensitive. I swear to God. And this is coming from a black person. So <laughs> really, Christ. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I have black friends. <laughs> Right here. Look at you. I feel like, Ashley, you hired me to stop you from doing things like this. And I would be remiss if I didn't say. <laughs> What's the problem? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm sorry, the episode that's going to get you canceled. I tried so hard not to. <laughs> no, you're fine. Keep going. Look okay, at how so. I'm sitting right now. This is how I feel. I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> Can you tell us about the cruise, please? Okay. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so, anyway, so we were pretty drunk. We met. We we chatted. It was one of things. So it was like it started. It was like me, him, and then like so it was like him and he had two singers who were accompanists, and then the booker of the cruise, and then this other manager was there, and it started off being like the seven of us. And then I think it was one of those things where like, have you ever been in a group and people start to say like, oh, I think those two are going to fuck. And so slowly like people were like, I guess I'm going to bed. Good night. And yeah, then, like, yeah, yeah. people just kept peeling off one by one. And finally it was me and him. And I was like, because technically you're not supposed to really like fraternize on the cruise. Wait, no. this, I'm so sorry to cut you off. It is during your set? No. Oh, no, no. Oh, this okay. <laughs> I thought you meant you were on stage <laughs> doing stand-up. People start peeling off to go fuck until you're doing stand-up to one guy in the audience. I was gonna say, like, how, much, how much crowd work were you doing with him? You're like taking off focused. your clothes. <laughs> I was like, you know, I love having my ass eating anybody else. <laughs> anyone, anyone in the eating ass? Specifically, maybe you? <laughs> So it was like people peeled off and then it was the two of us and he was like, hey, you should come back to my room. And I was like, yeah, sure. So we went, I went back to his place. It's a little bit, yeah, it's a little bit you're not supposed to. Yeah, you're not supposed to. But like that's also kind of the fun of it. So like we ended up like. But employee to employee, less dangerous than employee to guest on the cruise. Exactly. Like that's the thing. Like it was like, there, it's like you can definitely sleep with the talent, but you can't sleep with like. You're not supposed to sleep with the, the passengers and you're no, not supposed that's to sleep like, with like the crew. You will crew. get fired immediately if they find out. Exactly. Like that was bad. So I was like, I feel like I'm just breaking half a rule. So like we ended up hooking up and we like really hit it off. So like we literally spent like, so I brought a friend with me to the cruise and it went from like us two sharing a room to like me and the piano guy sharing a room. And then my friend just got his own room. He's like, oh, so the whole rest of the cruise, you're just gone. And I was like, I mean, I'm here. I see you at lunch and dinner, but yeah. I'm just busy with this other guy. Right. So he lives in New York. So I came. So, but like we've both been just so busy with stuff that like we haven't really been able to meet up. We met up once and did have sex and had a great date. And now it's like, I don't know what's happening. Cru he's the magic of the cruise is gone. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, it was like, I mean, well, it's is it so a weird. when you're on dry thing? land, huh? Is it more of a scheduling thing? Yeah, it's just, it's really just a scheduling thing. Did you say when you're on dry land? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Without the mystery of the water. I mean, when it was in international waters. Are we so doing much. a shit? Are we doing but a shit? What maritime. country are we even in right now? <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that I'm in you. <laughs> it's horrible. I'm the porthole that you need. <laughs> Maddie, when you do have gay sex for the first time, don't use any of this. Yeah. <laughs> All don't I do know like is puns. I'm in you. Actually, honestly. Maybe maybe that is kind of. I am wearing an Avril Lavigne shirt under here, and that does sound like a this lyric she would have. Yeah, is getting so much more non-binary. I love this it's an Avril Lavigne shirt. <laughs> does it some forty-one on the back? Please tell me that it does. The two the two punk genders. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spectrum. But yeah, so I mean, so like, not really much sex. Although when I was gone, I was having a crazy amount of sex in Europe. It was insane. As you do. I mean, you just have to like. Uh, so. I, this is by far the one where I was like, I'm too old for this. So I was in Scotland and there was like a gay bar that was like relatively close to where it was like halfway between where the shows I was doing was and where I was staying. And so like I kept going in because there was like this cute bartender who was really, uh, I should have a fake name, uh, Stuart. Uh, Stuart, sure, <laughs> why not? Is, this, is that Scottish, Stuart? I don't know. It okay. sounds vaguely like a little buttoned up professor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was definitely not that. <laughs> so um, I was chatting with Stuart for a while and like we like kept having this flirty thing to the point where like other people in the bar were like, are these two guys gonna fuck? And so like it got to like, it was like the last night I was gonna be in Scotland basically. And so I was like, Hey, I just decided to make a very aggressive move at Stuart. You got to on the last day. You exactly. got to lay it all out there. I've done that. Exactly. You know where it's like go for broke and it's also like I, the odds that I will be here again are like slim to none. So it's like whatever happens, happens. So I like reach out. So I like, it was like the bar closes at midnight. And so it was like 1130 and they literally ring a bell where they're like, okay, you have 30 minutes and like we have to close. 
And so that's when I was like, okay, hey, so what's going on? Like, I'm pretty drunk right now, and you've been drinking, and I feel like this has been a weird thing. And he basically was like, oh, I just thought we were hanging out and whatever. And I was like, you know what? No. Like, I had no patience for that anymore. <laughs> and he had, like, a full glass of whiskey. And so I took his whiskey drink, and I just drank all of it and then put it down. I was like, okay, I'm going to leave this bar. And so I just walked out of the bar on this guy, drank his liquor. That I actually do regret. I do feel bad. That was. No, it's kind of a power move. It definitely is. I... So you guys didn't hook up? No, we didn't hook up. And so, like, I left. And so I went on Grinder because I was like, okay, at this point, I'm horny to fuck someone in Scotland. And so I like specifically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to just, you know, check that in the passport. Right. You got grease. Yeah. <laughs> got a map in your apartment with little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, there was this guy on Grider who I had talked to the day before. And so I started talking to him again. And I was like, hey, you know, I'm drunk. And he's like, oh, I'm drunk too. And like we were having a really great co- connection. And I was like, oh, where are you staying while you're here? Because he was like an actor in this play. And the play was, oh, I should probably censor some of this. So the play was about this guy who falls Back in love with salesman. his car. Yeah. <laughs> it was called Hamlet. His name was Shmi and Schmickellen. And, uh, <laughs> as if he would be on Grinder. How sad would that be? Could you imagine? Dude, I never underestimate. Yeah. <laughs> Do not underestimate gay people and their loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, so we, I, I was asking where he stayed and he's like, oh, so I'm staying in a van while I'm here. And I was like, what? This is crazy. You're in a van. And he's like, yeah, the price is. You're Shmi and Schmickellen. They couldn't put you in a Schmarriott? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Schmarriott. So, <laughs> so good. So uh, me and Shmi and uh, like I was like, this is crazy. And so I asked him like more specific, like what is the van like outfitted? Like what's happening? What is? And he's like, you know, it looks it's pretty nice. It's pretty you know whatever. Like I have like a comfy like stuff in there. Like you know, it's all retrofitted so I can like sleep in it. But you know, obviously it's a van. And we keep talking, and he sent a dick pic, which is like fucking. It was amazing. I'm so sorry, Ashley. No, it's okay. No, no, no. It's Maddie, fine. you can understand. Oh yeah, um, okay. you, you can you can do it tastefully. <laughs> <laughs> I see some good ones. It was like, it was lovely. It was like lovely. No, why veins. are you surprised? No, I'm not surprised. I'm just looking at you turning a little bit redder and redder, thinking <laughs> thinking okay, about so it. I'm picturing dick. the ones I've seen. <laughs> They're so wait, good. Okay. Question: Do you like cut or uncut? I don't have a preference. Really? I really don't. Wow. Yeah. I feel like I'm watching the US Open. <laughs> <laughs> Just balls flying back and forth. <laughs> no, I really don't care. And I really don't think anyone with a penis should feel um, uncomfortable about not being circumcised. There's like, that's totally. I agree. Yeah. Yes, there's, it's really too. not weird. That's like such a weird cultural thing. We, so no, I don't care. Do you have I a preference? That. No, actually, now that I'm a hero, are you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so not to be that kind of person. <laughs> actually, it's so funny. I don't have, I feel like I used to have a preference for cut, but that's just more because that's what I've seen. Mm. But like now I'm kind of like cut or uncut is fine. Like is I like fully cut to the base. Not at all. <laughs> Butchered, I believe. Is the <laughs> I prefer an any, in fact. Oh man, this is really fun. So it's a good podcast, and we're 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 in Rift City right now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so like, it, but he is really funny and really charming. And then it gets to a point where I'm like, okay, so what are we gonna do? Because I was staying with people, so I couldn't bring him back there. And so I was like, so what are we going to do? And he's like, well, do you want to come to my van? And I was like, are you a serial killer? Yeah, like, it, that really is the number one don't do that. <laughs> yeah, it is literally meeting a stranger on the internet and going to their van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there are literal episodes of Dateline about this. and how like, In a different guys- country. Like yeah. it's, it's one after the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like literally like this is a Natalie Holloway waiting to happen. I'm just like, okay, whatever. And, but I was like, you know, sure, why not? And he's like, okay, I got to clean up the van. And I was like, clean up the, it's a van. Like, <laughs> what are you going to change out the car freshener? Like, what are you talking about? Are you going to drive it into a garage? What do you mean <laughs> clean it up? <laughs> they go to a car wash. <laughs> uh, That's his move. Oh, no, I mean, drive it into like an apartment and move in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, no, come on now. Let's not be ridiculous. <laughs> 
so uh, I do go to the van. He's like, okay, just knock on the door twice. And I'll slide the door open. And I was like, this is getting creepier and creepier. But I get there and he is. Who else is knocking on the van? Door? <laughs> I know, right? It's a doorbell. <laughs> you honk the horn. <laughs> So, He's got like a nest installed. <laughs> He's like, who is that? Someone's been stealing my packages. The camera on the back of the car is like the <laughs> ring. <laughs> yeah, he just puts it in reverse and it's like, good. It's he turn on, and then it's like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Putting oh, it in that reverse. guy from Grinder. Okay, no. <laughs> Putting in reverse to see who it is is incredible. <laughs> the more I think about it, the more I'm like, this is crazy that I did this. <laughs> and I didn't tell anyone either. And so, like, I went and he was hot as fuck. And, like, he had, like, a bearskin rug on the floor, floor of the, like, van. <laughs> and it was, like, really nice. And he was like, okay, come on in. And I did. And we, like... It was honestly one of the best sexual encounters I've ever had. Oh my god, and that's like, fun! And it was because like, it was one of the things where it was also like halfway through, I stopped to be like, "This is okay, right?" Because this is a little creepy. He's like, "Yeah, this is creepy," if you, but if you want to stop, that's fine. It's like you're so polite. That's even hotter. And so like we just kept having even more sex. I love that you're you're like the consent. <laughs> <laughs> Never encountered that before in a van. <laughs> um. Well, we got a two for wow. one with Calvin today. I know. Yeah, this that was so great story. Much. Okay, I promise this is almost over. So, oh, yeah. No, I wish there on. was more. There, I wish it was less. So I, so we finish having sex, and then like that. By the point, it is like the morning, and I was like, oh, I gotta go. And he's like, oh, my show's at like one p.m. So I'm really sorry, but like, I barely slept. I need to like sleep in this van. I was like, that's fine. I get it. I gotta sleep in indoors. And then I leave and I like, as I, I get out and I was like, I forgot like my bag. And so I have to go back in to get my bag and then I get my bag and come back out. And there's a dog walker who sees me come out of the van. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then I called my friend. You're like, a- on behalf of gay people everywhere, I apologize. <laughs> also, you fuck someone in a van, they should give you a ride home. I know. <laughs> Yeah, bare minimum, you don't have to explain. Bare minimum, you should get a, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, he, okay, embarrassingly, he was actually parked around the corner from where I was staying. So <laughs> it wasn't even that far. And so, like, I called my friend Michelle to be like, this is really crazy. Like, I had sex with a guy in a van, and Michelle goes, this is going to sound insane. I also had sex with a guy in a car, too. And I was like, what is happening in this country? <laughs> I think that's what they say with Mercury and retrograde. <laughs> Isn't that what that is? Is a lot of car sex? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because Mercury. Oh, oh, totally. I'm really sorry. Oh, I, no, it's I a just while. don't know enough about, like. I don't even know if they make Mercury cars anymore. I don't think so. Maybe. Oh, see, okay, this is me not being gay enough or straight enough to get the astrology or the car reference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tapped out of every culture entirely. <laughs> so fucking quick. I, it took me a bit in the night, but I was like, ah, Mercury. I got it wasn't it. good. No, I liked it. But thank you, Calvin. You're welcome. Thank you. So we're going to go to Maddie. Are you still a gay virgin? I am still a gay virgin. And what is your fucking excuse this week? <laughs> My excuse this week is I got preoccupied because I found the German and Swiss female soccer team's Instagrams. And look, there's this woman on the German soccer team who is so strong, but so femme. And she's the prettiest woman I've ever seen in my life. And here's What's her name? I actually- Listener, write in, you know. Maria- Anna Markovic or something like that. Anna okay. Maria Markovic, something. Um, she's like a German soccer player. And look, I do think- We're going to fly her in. As We're going to get her on the pod. Oh my God, she's so famous. She's actually like really, she's a lot of followers. I'm she's sure. Like, in Ooh. Europe, I guess they like respect women. And so they watch their soccer. <laughs> and <laughs> Megan Rapino. People like Megan Rapino. She's doing Subway ads. Okay. Yeah. Which this woman, I, I want to say she had like a million Instagram followers. She's so pretty. And there is part of me that I'm like, as a Jew, is it problematic to have a- fantasy of being like dominated by this German woman. You know what I mean? Is she like blonde and blue eyed and all yeah, that? Yeah, she looks like my, you know, my Your grandparents are like, predator. get the fuck out of there. Yeah, but she's really pretty. Um, and so I have not had gay sex, but I did, I do have a new crush. Ooh, who? <laughs> Her. her. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I did listen, but I thought then you meant like you were going to go into a... Uh, no, I did okay. make it sound like it was a promising real world thing, but it's very much... <laughs> well, do you have a short and sweet one? Or you can do what I do have a short and sweet want. little story that I'm... Oh. oh, I just... Is her name Anna Maria Markovic? That's it. That's Ooh. her. I want to see a picture of her now. Can I... Is it, it possible to yep, see her from there? Because I, I want Ashley to see... Oh, damn. Wow. She is very Aryan. <laughs> Yo... <laughs> 
She's really pretty. Don't get me wrong. She's beautiful, and she's but she's really good at soccer. I that's what I was gonna say. She's like a like the highest. I mean, she was like the ultimate level of athlete that she can be. So strong, and I was just watching like Instagram reels of her like like just fucking dominate someone on a soccer field and like flip shit over their head and then make a goal. But then she's like, and then she's just like so cute. Based on all the headlines of these articles, everyone agrees. Every single article is world's most beautiful soccer player. (laughs) Uh, Soccer player draws line at sexiest label. Uh, Meet world's most beautiful footballer. Oh, I do feel bad for her now that I'm like, she probably just wants to be yeah, like, respected yeah, for what she does. And I'm contributing to sexualizing Whatever her. the fuck your name God. is, I will appreciate you for your talent and your drive and your ability. And please toss me over your head like they do when they're when they're putting the ball. Because we have an episode. We have an episode about Fumi. It's a great episode about a year ago. Fumi Abe did an episode about how when the girls do the the flip to throw the ball in, mm-hmm. how that how much that turns them on to watch <laughs> wow. to watch women do the the yeah. But anyway, yeah. Oh, well, what's your guess nice this week? Well, okay, I it's a it's a blast from the recent past. But I, I th- I'm kind of doing a bit about this, so people at Sunday school might have heard it. But I just think it's a funny story. I think it's fine for the 50 okay. people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny story though. I was telling my dad about like my gender stuff that I, I guess coming out as non-binary, even though I'm like I, I'm still. Gender fluid, non-binary, somewhere the labels You're finding are. Finding it, yeah, I'm finding That's part it. Of coming out, yeah. but there's something under that umbrella of gender. And I was just sort of talking to my dad about it, of like, hey, I think this is, you know, I may be like, I think I said gender fluid. And my dad, my dad's like, he was so sweet that he was like trying so hard. <laughs> he went, he went, oh no, I think that's really cool. It's like, it's like Abby from NCIS, and oh, I was like, boy. she's just a goth. That's not, <laughs> she's a goth. You just said like kind of a weird person. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's literally the best. <laughs> but he mentioned so sweetly and so sincerely. He was like, "That's really cool. I know what you're talking about. You're non-binary, like Abby from NCIS." Oh my God. It was like so sweet. Right in, listener. Did Abby come out as non-binary and actually Maddie's the butt of this joke? Because <laughs> my dad's on like non-binary Tumblr or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's very I much. Think she's bi on. The, I mean the show is that character. what he, i'm is hoping he's confusing the bi and the <laughs> and the non-binary thing and not the goth and the non-binary <laughs> thing she does have like jet it's black so hair funny. which is what i think is so funny it's like she must be non-binary for sure her hair is too dark <laughs> see a goth person like well it's not a woman so <laughs> i guess you're something else <laughs> But it just really made me laugh so hard. (laughs) I mean, it is this thing where it's like, you know, like there is a, there's a chunk of non-binary culture that is, that is gothy punky. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. And I feel very, but it's like the Venn diagram. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be in that intersection of punky gothy. Not at all. Of course. There's no aesthetic to it. But it's funny that you're dead. It's really funny. It's really funny that that's what's trickled up to boomer culture as someone who like really was trying hard and being so sweet. That's so sweet of your But dad. it's also very sweet that if nothing else, NCIS is teaching all the people about <laughs> non-binary. Honestly, it would be huge for NCIS to have a non-binary That character. would be huge. But none of the boomers would know for like 20 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> They'd just be like, this is hard to follow. Why is everyone saying they? Yeah. <laughs> it's a gang of killers are they're they investigating. <laughs> are they talking? Yeah, exactly. Who are they talking about? The whole squad? <laughs> that group of kids from the park late at night <laughs> um well that was great and it was short and sweet thank you uh how comfortable is your dad with you being non-binary or gender fluid totally cool my parents are very supportive i don't know that he gets all the nuances of it but i could he would let me talk to him about it for two hours and listen and be like more power to you and eventually Aww. internalize it probably somewhere down the line yeah. yeah and i think also my dad's like he i don't know i just i don't even think he would treat me any differently so it's like yeah. I mean, I'm incredibly, incredibly lucky that it was like so not a thing to say that. He's like, all right, cool. Let you me know. know. Yeah. That's even amazing. If, even if they're not accepting, I do think it. we are at a point now where boom, older folks know the difference between sex and gender. I'm sorry. Oh, he gets sorry, that. sex and. Um, like uh, sexual orientation. Sexual gender orientation and, yeah. and gender. Oh, oh, I should have said. Yeah, my dad's. Sex definitely and gender gets that. is tough for them. They're not. Sex and gender, they're 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 not. Yeah. Yeah. But sexuality and gender, like when I came out, my mom feared that I was trans. 
which is problematic in its own right. Mm -hmm. But there was a separate thing of being like, no, I'm not going to cut my hair. I'm going to keep dressing the way I, I am just a it gay is really funny. woman. That is like a, a obviously goes without saying, yeah, prob problematic, but there, there it is. It is kind of funny to, <laughs> that's such a beautiful microcosm of like being exposed to a lot of progressive ideas, but still being in your old ways of like knowing what trans people are, but not getting that that's different from lesbian. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's like, if you put, it's like, if you put the last year of the news cycle in just a blender and then poured it into <laughs> someone's brain, it's like, <laughs> but I do think even if they're not tolerant, accepting positive, there is something to be said that people actually know the difference between sexuality. And yes. we've, we've mm. moved things forward that there is at least a baseline conversation going on that uses the term somewhat correctly. Yes, yeah. that I agree with. Because, I mean, I remember when I came out, again, because like, I'm older than you, not by much, just like half a month. But, like, um, <laughs> but like I remember because, like, there even, like, prevailing media, like, it was, like, okay, gay references were, like, the birdcage. Or, like, if you were really indie, kissing Jessica Stein. Like, there was no real, like, yeah. oh, like, you can be queer in all these different ways. And there's a difference between being, like, someone who is trans versus someone who is, like, gay, even versus someone who is, like, gay performing as a drag queen, which is, like, that. I remember that was the one thing for my parents that was so hard to understand which is like oh does that mean you're gonna be a drag queen and it's like no like that is just a saying. profession <laughs> and you're thinking if i'm trans which is a very different thing from just being gay. you're like let me introduce you to lady maga because <laughs> <laughs> you can be fully republican <laughs> and be a drag queen okay <laughs> Well, that was wonderful. <laughs> I think that was a beautiful yeah. way to wrap it up. Um, let's do, someone suggested that we add the tag to butt plugs. Butt plugs is what you want to pu plug, but because we have finger blasts from the past, <laughs> a butt plug is a fist for the future. What do you have going on? <laughs> Thank you, listener who wrote in. I, I, I'm so sorry. I don't have your name on me at the moment. I don't have my phone, but I will give you credit. DM me again. So future fist is what you're, okay. So um, I do, like I said, calvincato.com. I have an Instagram uh, at Calvin S. Cato, and my shows are listed there, and I do a show every Wednesday in Queens at QED called Q&A with Calvin, where I interview comedians, writers, actors, etc., and I ask some very inappropriate questions, like, if your hometown was a person, would you have sex with it, etc. <laughs> if you're in New York, you should go. QED is so fun, and that shows. QED is a great, great venue, intimate, very positive. Mm -hmm. There's always a good vibe in there. Go check it out. Go yes. check it out. Shout out to QED. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Alex loves Queens. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm figuring out how this mic thing works. It's, I need to mute myself. It's great. Yeah, I love Queens. <laughs> Uh, you know, AshleyGavin.com. You can sign up for my text alert. I'll send you a text when I'm in your area. My special is going to drop at some point. So if you get on the text alert, you can also get a text about the special. And that can be from any country. So where it says zip code, just put in your country. So any country, just put in your full country code, phone number. I'll text you when my special drops. Patreon.com slash WHGS to fund the special. And Maddie, what are you working on? Fist from the future. Fist Maddie the future. T. Wiener on Instagram. All Fisting my stuff's in my link tree. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm also starting an email list so that I, you know, can start going on tour and letting people know when I'm headlining places. Um, and I'm trying to put out a half hour soon. So check out that yes. on my YouTube when it comes out. I probably, I won't shut up about it once it's out. So you'll know. Um, <laughs> and I have a Substack where I write personal essays about the internet and gender and anything that kind of comes to mind. So if you want to, you know, if you want to get on my sub stack, it's a good time. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you check out our live variety show stream or check it out recorded after the fact, exclusively available online. So go or live at the Bell House in Brooklyn on November 12th. Uh, go check that out. Um, Patreon.com slash WHS for discounts on all of my live events. Uh, and other cool bonus content. We've got that weekly You're Having Gay Sex coming out. Um, AshleyGavin.com for tour dates. It's too much. I annoy myself. Okay, here's a gay thought for you. Do you hate yourself, listener? Because I'll tell you what. I do not like promoting my shit. I don't like it. Every time I say something promotional, I, I feel 
venomous homophobia rising up inside my body thinking, what does she ever talk about anything besides being gay and having a Patreon? I hate promoting my shit. I hate it so much. I hate it more than you do. And I know you're thinking, how is that possible? I hate this so much. <laughs> it's hard to self-promote and, and to, to value yourself. Oh, this got deep, didn't it? Oh, we just tone shift. So if you're out there and you're like, man, I'm struggling to self-advocate or man, I'm just, I'm, I don't want to put myself in the spotlight for fear of failure, whatever it might be that you makes you feel like you're too much, whether that's a gay thing or a personal thing or a personal gay thing, <laughs> you go and do it because you know what? You have to, God damn it. You have to do it. It's part of your progress as a human being. And if it's too much, people will let you know in the YouTube comments. <laughs> okay, maybe that's personal to me. Well, separately, I love you, little bottom, and you should self-advocate and self-actualize and be your biggest, most beautiful self, okay? That's sincere. And from the bottom, haha, from the top of my heart. Have a great week. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.